Hong Kong is Asia's fourth largest green bond issuance centre, after Japan, mainland China and South Korea. Last year, the Hong Kong government announced a one billion Hong Kong dollar green bond programme, which will be the world's largest sovereign green bond issuance programme to promote Hong Kong as an international green finance hub. So what is green investing and how can you participate? To tell me, I'm joined by Stratos Pusitakis, Head of Research at Asian Private Banker. Good morning, Stratos. Good morning, Peter. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. So tell me, how would you define green investment? So green investment is an investment focus, or you can call it an investment strategy, that seeks, of course, to bring profit, but at the same time to achieve this goal within a sustainable framework. Now, here we need to be careful because there is a list of concepts which are very similar, yet they are somewhat different. So we have sustainable investment, we have ESG, we have impact investment, and all these fall under the umbrella of green finance, which is investment strategies, is, is finance that aims at sustainability. So the idea is people who are looking at green investment as well as financial returns, they have certain ethical and community requirements that they want to achieve as well in their investments. Exactly. And allow me to put my lecturer hat here and just, you know, differentiate a little bit the term. So when we talk about responsible, sustainable, responsible investment, we're talking about an investment strategy which seeks to generate both financial and sustainable uh, Goals. So it is an approach to investing that actually integrates ESG values with uh, the aim of keeping a balance. On the other hand, ESG is the application of those yeah, environmental, social and governance values in order to ensure better risk mitigation and higher alpha return. It is about priorities. While on the other hand, when we talk about impact investment, priority is given to social impact mm. to have our society better off and if possible, also achieve certain profit generation, alpha generation. So how do you make sure that the companies that you're investing in actually meet the requirements that you want? Because it's not always easy sometimes, is it? To well, know? tell me about it. This is the $1 million question, especially with you know the recent boom we have uh, with regards to green finance and sustainable investment. I guess this is a term which is very familiar to you, the so-called greenwashing. And this is all about that. It's about how about companies that actually pretend that they're mm. sustainable, pretend that their investment meets their practices meets the ESG criteria, and it's not. And by the way, it's not uh, a new thing. Actually, we have this problem since the 80s when a lot of uh, companies, especially in the industry sector, industrial sector, oil and gas, uh, try to make a case of their sustainability. Now, uh, these days it has been more intense given the boom on uh, green uh, finance. And just to recall a recent report by uh, an ethical uh, investment and finance advisory uh, company named uh, Castlefield that has been very critical against these practices. Now, uh, how you do this? One is better data. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is also a very big issue these days in the uh, industry of sustainable investment. How do we improve uh, our quantity and quality of data. Recently, Asian private banker in partnership with Rubico produced a report on ESG in Asia-Pacific and the vast majority of asset managers and private bankers identified the quantity and quality of data as a big problem. The second one is better coordination among all different segments of this ecosystem. And to this end, I would say, perhaps with a focus a little bit on Hong Kong, that things are improving constantly. We see uh, gradually the Hong Kong government introducing new guidelines. Recently, uh, we had the new ESG strategy uh, 
paper uh, published where we focus on, uh, co- on uh, listed companies uh, reporting their ESG uh, performance based on strict uh, exp- uh, report or explain yourself uh, mm-hmm. criteria. The third issue that we need to do uh, vis-a-vis uh, limiting uh, greenwashing is uh, adopting uh, more homogeneous standards. You see in different markets we understand green finance in a different way. A very typical example is how does mainland China understand uh, green bonds and how the rest of the world understand green bonds. Just to give you an example, green coal is uh, an issue of debate. Mm-hmm. So uh, listeners to this program who are thinking about investing uh, in green uh, green investing, obviously they want to make money. Now, sometimes people think it's not possible always to do both. You sacrifice maybe financial returns for investing in sustainable companies. Is that true or is that just a myth? You can absolutely make money. Uh, within the area of sustainable investment. To reiterate this, alpha generation and sustainability can go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Just to be careful here, applying ESG criteria is not a silver bullet. So Mm. a bad investment, even if it passes, can pass ESG criteria, can still be uh, a bad investment. But at the same time, I can recall a big list of uh, uh, very credible academic research uh, and scholars coming out with uh, results with regards to, you know, alpha generation and sustainable investment. Just to give you a quick example, uh, in 2015, uh, journal research by a number of scholars led by Bacchetti, they they examined uh, the performance of funds from uh, 1992 to 2012. We're talking about uh, 22,000 funds. So they compared sustainable green funds with conventional funds, and they found that sustainable funds outperform those who were identified as conventional. The same case has been also with the same year from a journal of sustainable finance and investment that did a 2000 meta-studies examination. And they found out that 90% of academic studies concluded that ESG would not have a negative influence on corporate financial performance. Now here, if we take a more you know academic perspective, I, I can see the argument. So if you apply ESG criteria, you limit your choices, hence less uh, choices. But this is not the case because the universe is very big. So it's possible to be a responsible investor and still make money. How do you get involved? How do you start investing in these types of uh, There are a lot of choices. You, I mean, currently we have a big universe of mutual funds, ETFs, uh, green bonds, and green All bonds is a new market. Here green in Hong bonds Kong. It's growing, is a new it? and rising. Uh, it's a very robust uh, market. In all those cases, we have certain criteria. Uh, when it comes to funds, can be either ESG integration, that is to say, applying certain ESG criteria, or it can be an ESG thematic fund. And in all those cases, do you seriously, as a retail investor, want to invest in a company that runs high risks of environmental fines, or is its governance is not fully transparent, or is not inclusive with regards to uh, minorities or LGBT community? We don't want this as a retail investor. It's not a smart strategy after all. Stratos, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. That was Stratos Positakis, Head of Research at Asian Private Banker. Thanks for listening this morning. We'll have some more great smart money advice next week on the programme when we look at how to get to grips with some wayward spending habits. Jimmy Lam will hear from a listener who has some financial concerns over an overseas property investment. 
And now that stocks are in a downtrend here in Hong Kong and China, we'll look at how to invest in a bear market. In the meantime, from me, Peter Lewis, have a great week. Bye.